Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Greetings. This is episode number 324 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Favor on Your Family, Part 1. You know, when I was first thinking about this, I was like, I don't want to give anyone the wrong impression that I am the perfect mom and that we have the perfect family. And so I can sit here and give all of you this family advice. (laughs) But look, by no means am I perfect nor my family, but that doesn't change the word of God. And we are to proclaim the word of God and bring our lives under the obedience and into submission to what God would have us to be and to do. So even if your children are grown or your family is broken, you know, through history, there's been families that have been broken or had conflict. Think about Adam and Eve and their first son, how Cain killed his brother. Think about Abraham and Sarah and the drastic mistake they made when they brought Hagar into their marriage. And what about David's family? I mean, there was adultery, deception, rape, and murder. So listen, don't lose hope. Just because I'm talking about favor on your family this month, don't think that your family is discounted. It's not. It's never too late to start to see God's favor brought in to your family. Now, like I said, our family, we love each other, our children of God, but we don't get everything right. And so this month, I would just like to share with you just some ways in which you can see the favor of God still come upon your family so that your family can be one with one another and one with the Lord. And some of what I'm going to share is some wisdom that was gleaned from Dr. Charles Stanley. I just think that he's still a great teacher for today. And just just listen, if you're going to live godly, you're going to come under persecution. So if you think that your family is supposed to be perfect, You think your marriage is supposed to be perfect. Listen, if you're trying to live righteously, you're going to have demonic forces come up against you. And so you just have to learn how to fight a good fight. And so if nothing else, glean some wisdom from this month as I talk about favor on your family so that you can fight a good fight. After all, God was the one that designed the family and he has called us and given us instructions for our family. And so if we obey and we believe, we can rest in him that he is omnipotent, omniscient, and he is able to work in and through our families 
despite what we see with our natural eye. Some wisdom that's given in the Old Testament is still good for us today. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 6 and beginning at verse 5 in the New Living Translation. It says, And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength. And you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you're at home and when you're on the road and when you're going to bed and when you're getting up. Tie them to your hands and wear them on your foreheads as reminders. Write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. If we as parents, if we as husbands and wives will make sure that we love the Lord with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And when our children observe us, everything that they see and witness proclaims God in our lives, then it is going to have a positive impact on them. It can otherwise. So I just want to encourage you, no matter where you find yourself at this point, whether you feel you're a total, utter failure when it comes to your family or whether you feel like, nah, Paula, we're maintaining pretty good. Well, it doesn't matter. God's favor is there for all of us. We just need to seek his face and to humbly submit to his will. And we can see his power work mightily and see weak families be made strong and families that seem to be going astray brought right back into fellowship with our Lord. Well, let me just give you a few pointers in regards to seeing God's favor on your family. First of all, you want to be godly parents. The most powerful element in the family is having a godly father and a godly mother who love the Lord and are devoted to him, just as it's said in Deuteronomy chapter 6. It's important that they see God modeled and reflected in your lives. That is the best way and the best gift that you could give your children. And then be consistent parents. Some children are influenced more by what their parents do than by what they say. You know, your actions must always match your words. Don't say, just do as I say, and yet you don't want them to follow your actions. What kind of mess is that? So if you want favor on your family, you know, you, you got to be consistent. If you say something, then mean what you say. And if you say you're going to do something, then follow through and do it. Another thing to be able to have favor in your families is be good listeners. Children want to be heard. And I don't care how old they are. And when they have their parents and, and as parents were interested in them and we're not too busy to listen, then they'll feel important and they'll want to share more with you. Now, I know, I know probably if you're a baby boomer right now, you're probably saying, well, this generation that's coming up and the one even after that is so much different. Well, yes, they are. Just like we as baby boomers, we're different from our parents. And if you're not a baby boomer, that's fine. <laughs> this message is still for all of us, no matter what stage we're in. But we, we need to be good listeners when it comes to our children. 
not like when we're calling ourselves, listening to them. We already have an answer prepared or, or we chop them off or we don't give them a chance to fully express no matter how long it takes for them to talk. And then another thing, to learn how to discipline them without rejection. Now that's hard because you sometimes are not happy about what they've done, but you should never discipline in anger. If you need to get your emotions settled with God first, then do that. Get things right with the Lord before you approach your children or your child, and then explain to them the consequences for their behavior. And then finally, bring the discipline in a way that doesn't send a message of rejection of them, but of handling the problem. So you don't want to let them feel that they are the problem, but what they did was unacceptable. You need wisdom. You need to be before the Lord. You need to ask him for wisdom on how to deal with each child because each one is different. One pair of socks does not fit everyone in the family. So you really need God to be able to intervene on every situation and to be able to make you wise for how to deal with that particular child in that situation. And I'm, I'm using the word child, but I'm talking about adult children as well, because as a parent, you never stop parenting. And then lastly, be a parent where you love your spouse. When children see that you love one another and that you appreciate each other and that there's affection and kind words between mom and dad, that helps them to feel more secure. It helps them to know how to have good relationships as they grow up. It helps them to know how a male should treat you as a female, how a female should treat you as a male. Them being able to see how you interact one with another and to be able to witness your love is going to go very far. Well, let me share this little story about struggle because we all have struggles in our families. And yet struggles can prove to be a good mechanism whereby God shows us how much we need him and also an opportunity for growth. So let me just share this little story. A man found a cocoon of an emperor moth. He took home this moth so that he could watch the moth come out of the cocoon. On that day, a small opening appeared. He sat and he watched the moth for several hours as the moth struggled to force the body through that little hole. Then it seemed to stop making any progress. It appeared as if it had gotten as far as it could and it could go no farther. It just seemed to be stuck. Then the man, in his kindness, decided to help the moth. So he took a pair of scissors and he snipped off the remaining bit of the cocoon. The moth then emerged easily, but it had a swollen body and small shriveled wings. The man continued to watch the moth because he expected that at any moment, the wings would enlarge and expand to be able to support the body, which would contract in time. Neither happened. In fact, the little moth spent the rest of its life crawling around with a swollen body and shriveled wings. It never was able to fly. What the man tried to do with kindness and in his haste, 
he really didn't understand was that the restricting cocoon and the struggle that was required for the moth to get through that tiny opening was the way of forcing fluid from the body of the moth into the wings so that it would be ready for flight once it achieved its freedom from the cocoon. So the freedom and flight would only come after the struggle. So by depriving the moth of a struggle, he deprived the moth of its health to fly. Sometimes struggles are exactly what we need in our life. If we are to go through life without any obstacles, it would cripple us. We would not be as strong as we could be by coming through struggles. So give every opportunity a chance. Don't begrudge struggles. Thank God for them as they help us to make us strong. I read that story so that you would be encouraged that yes, it may take some struggling so that your family can grow and to be able to really see the favor of the Lord on your lives, but that's all right. That's a part of things. That's a part of life. No one is exempt from struggles. Just don't you give up. And I trust that as we go into the holidays now at the end of this year, that you would be able to have an opportunity to be with your family or with someone else's family. And that we would be able to see like, hey, you know what? Even with all of its flaws, we can see God's favor in our lives and we're going to thank him for it. Well, join me again next week and smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.